and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up, like a sex machine. Get on up. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg with a little addition and everything else. That's right, that's the title. Sam and Greg with everything else on this Sunday morning, the 23rd day of October. We say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning. I'm going to give you two since we got this thing condensed now, Sam. I just figured I'd just jam in a couple locations. Um, just welcome a whole bunch of folks. So we say a special good morning, you beautiful people in Irondale and in Centerville. Okay. You know about them? Irondale, I know about Irondale, but not in Georgia. Yeah. But I know. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I know another Irondale. Okay, but, yeah, this. But go ahead. This one's out in Clayton County. Okay, okay. Out there about, old, oh, just under eight, you know, around 7,500 folks last from the last census. And mm-hmm. Carter, excuse me, Centerville is up there by you. It's in Gwinnett. Okay. And right. they're they're around uh, just over seven thousand folks. Okay. And I'm sure there's a handful of people that are listening to us. And if you want to let us know you're from one of those places, four zero four seven four one zero nine two nine. Morning. Uh, yeah. Good, good morning, morning to, to y'all. And so so we can't thank you and everybody else for making us a part of your morning. How do you like that little thing I threw on there? That little addition because we are the opening act for a full day of football. All right. And and there's nobody else that I can think of before the Falcons kick off. Uh, against Cincinnati that's going to do a deeper dive into the other things that happened than us. That's true. That's right? true. So that's what we are. I mean, we when we get that four-hour show back and we're looking forward to it, we will, you know, continue to do what we do. There are shows that address nothing but football. But me and, me and Sam, we like to spread our wings. So we're going to do that this morning because there was a lot of stuff that happened this past week. A whole lot of stuff. <laughs> and, and it's going on now, you know. And, oh, that's and right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We do that. So anyway, we hope everybody had a uh, a wonderful week. And uh, listen, just right off the top there, as we sit here on this twenty third day, and we we say this was a a date that really actually kind of plays into as far as somebody who would have been celebrating a birthday today. That's John Heisman. How about that, John Heisman? Yeah, born well, let's just say a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but 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 co- coached at many places, but among yes, them did. Georgia Tech. That's what it made me think about. We were mm-hmm. talking about Tech and how they look this weekend, Ooh. but. <laughs> and I think that says it all right there, Mr. Crenshaw. Um, yeah, but listen, there's a lot of people. Listen, a lot of programs that were a lot higher ranked than Georgia Tech had that same kind of feeling after yesterday's matchups. Yeah, there were some that people that what's wrong with them, you know? And we had a couple of undefeateds to, uh, to lose. I was so sorry to see that, though. I really wanted Lane Kiffin to get up there and just disrupt everything because he's just that person. He can still <laughs> do know? it. He can still do it. Just LSU, went, you know, they got to, you know, Baton Rouge is a tough place to get a win. Even when, you you know, you got a new coach and things have changed around down there, but, you know, they, they're still a form of football. They, that's the thing about the SEC. All SEC schools recruit, you know, superior talent. Right. All, all of them, if you get, every one of them, Missouri, even Vanderbilt, they get the superior talent. They may not get as much of it as right. some other schools. Most schools have more of it, but all SEC schools recruit superior talent. So on, on some Saturdays, it can come and bite you. I mean, look at how things started out for Texas A&M. They lose to South Carolina yesterday. 
Yeah. And, and yeah. all of a sudden, South Carolina got some stuff rolling going on. So I mean, you know, that's that's, you know, that's 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 the the, the nature of uh, of the conference. And to me, of the conferences and, and places where they stick with their coaches, because I always tell you that's been the problem in the conference. The coach has got a three year leash. If he don't win something or chase him down, Nick Saban in three years, they chase him out for a new for a new one. And that that to me that that keeps him in the same place. Yeah. Uh, listen, we're going to do a deeper dive into college football coming up in the next segment, but I just want to get that off the rip. Sam and I were talking about this. You know, as we sit there and, and, and kind of get into our groove with this, this new two-hour format and making sure that we get everything to you, and we usually start off the show anyway by talking about the events of the past week. And our producer, Eric Slaughter, said something to me last week that got me thinking. Eric, good morning. Come on, say hello to the folks. How you doing? Good morning, everybody. How was uh, how was your week so far? I mean, this this past week and weekend. Okay, see, that's how busy he is. He just <laughs> Sam. He just he just had to get right back to it. Um. So we wanted to mention some of the things that happened last week, um. But starting with the thing that happened right after we got off the air, and that was the Falcons game. How about, how about that? We just we and and not just the 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 way they won, but we're going to talk about their opponent in a second. But we have not spent time talking about you know every week we seem to talk about the fourth quarter, so far with this with this Falcons team leading into the season. Been some good weeks and bad weeks, but it always seems to be, not always I shouldn't say that. But what does that mean? What does that tell you about the team? They they either lose focus or they gain it. It's like we used to talk about the Braves. Why were they, why is after the seventh, eighth inning, if these guys are behind, they got you right where they want you, you know, and they seem to come back and, and get that W. Well, I go just the opposite direction for a team that people had low expectations of. It tells me that each week they're in the game, each week they're in the game. Three and, and three. And going, into, and going into this season, if you tell me six games in, they be in every game. I take it. Not, just, not, take o- it. not only that, yeah. let me tell you that the six games in, they're going to be tied with Tom Brady's team. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's a bonus. But I'm just, <laughs> but I'm just saying, six games in, this team has been in every game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I take it, regardless of the outcome, because we know what we're expecting to do this year. I'm still not trying to mess up my quarterback in case the thing, you know what I mean, our quarterback of the future. But but go, oh. go ahead, Eric. Go ahead. <laughs> well, gotcha. I just you know you said not only they they end the game, they are four or five plays from this season from being five and one, maybe even six and no four or five plays, just yeah. four or five serious plays. But uh, Greg, real quick, the reason that I couldn't answer your question is because we did have a caller from Irondale, and I'm gonna bring him in real quick so he can just say hello. <laughs> caller, you're there. Welcome in from Irondale. Just say hello real quick. Hello. Hello, good, sir. What's your morning. name? What's your name, sir? Yeah, yeah, Sam. You don't know what Iron Dale is at? <laughs> oh, that's he want to come on and fuss with you. Go ahead. Yeah, now I'm in trouble. Now, <laughs> which, which, which school is down there? Trying to from which school is down there? Monday Mills. Oh, Monday right. Mills okay, 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 okay. All right. Right up in the um, Jonesboro area, they call it Iron Dale. Okay, I didn't know that. That's right down Riverdale, down down Highway 85, uh-uh. right down in there, right? No, 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 1941, dog. Okay, 1941. okay, okay. <laughs> I know 1941. I got you, I got you, I got you. They have, they, they, they're having a good season down there, too. Coach Coach Morley got them playing, playing some good football down there. Yes, sir, yes, sir. I, I just can't believe the great Sam, Sam Chris, I don't know. <laughs> but I ain't barely there. As long as you've been in Atlanta, I've been, I've been, I've been following you since I was in. In middle school. Middle in school. Atlanta. Oh, oh hey. there you go. And we, there you we, go. And we ain't going to say how long ago that was. I can tell you all the stations you don't work for. 
Okay. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Well, we appreciate <laughs> you calling. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> well, I just want to thank him for calling from hey, Irondale. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, next time I'm down there, I get a cup of coffee with you. Yeah. <laughs> See, and you think – Eric, let me tell you something. I, Eric, stay in here with us for a minute. And uh-oh, this, this is uh-oh. what I'm – No, you know, uh-oh, come on now. Oh, no. This is – this is beautiful. And I tell you, and I say this to Sam. Well, I've been beautiful. saying this to Sam from, from day one. You just don't know how we touch people out there. Because again, this is this is a man who, as as our caller said, may have been following you on TV and now radio for, for years. And so when you came over to us and getting off the TV, you had to take your pretty suit off, although you put it on every once in a while, and we're gonna talk about that because you look wonderful when you get back on TV. But they're little things that remind you that people are paying attention to just the nuggets that we throw out there. So just like this Irondale thing, Eric, yesterday, you, we had people walking up to us, but more importantly, Sam, and, and saying things well, like – Well, the folks came to you. They want you to get it, put them in well, the movies. They, but they're looking they, for jobs. They, but they, you didn't pull me aside to go, this dude, hey, Greg, come over here. Okay, say that again. <laughs> you are <laughs> – listen, I am social – <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, got, I, got, I got that yesterday. Oh, oh man, he got that yesterday, and I think I think there was oh oh, and a, a boy came up to us and you know talked about how much he enjoyed listening to the show and and how we go back and forth, and he goes, man, you stay on him about that cold pumpkin pie. I said, y'all crack me up with that cold pumpkin. Say, what's wrong with cold pumpkin pie? So my point is that, see, we do what we do, and let's just have fun with it, but we never know how you connect with people. And I have learned that a long time ago doing this. And and, you and know, for people who miss, we, 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 we're burying the lead. This was yes. yesterday at New Realm Brewery at, at our uh, at our uh, 10th anniversary for 92.90 game, which was uh, – we had great weather. If you came out, thanks for coming thank out. You, and, thank uh, you, thank you. And showing us love and, and uh, getting a chance to meet the current staff and – and some of our uh, notorious folks from the past, and we got some phone calls from some of them. And it was it was a good time. It was a yes, good time. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And, and, and guys, I, you know, my heart was really split yesterday because I wanted to be in two places at one time. And and you know, I, and I was talking to the bosses here, and I was like, guys, y'all had to pick October twenty second. We Morehouse, Morehouse home. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm talking about the. I I'm, see, talking to, I I'm talking. I'm talking to the bosses. Yeah, the yeah. bosses. I'm like, y'all had to pick October twenty second, knowing I've got to be. In another place, at the you know why couldn't have been a late night party? See, you know, right in the middle of the day, and I'm like, man, the game kicks off at three o'clock. I've got to be there. You know how I call Sam the mayor? You know, well, they call me the mayor of Morehouse. Everybody knows me there. I'm like, (laughs) I got to go. So I'm glad you guys had a good time. I I was glad to see that picture you guys posted, and I wish I could have been there with you guys yesterday. I really did. Well, let me just tell you something. And this, Sam, I think this is an appropriate time. By the way, Sam and Greg, with everything else, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Eric, one of the things that you did miss yesterday, and this is a good thing, was the traffic. And there were some folks who got there late. Including our seven to uh, seven to eleven Monday through Friday host, he had to deal with that, and I'm sure he had something to say about it when he got on the air. But yeah. he was just one of the one of the people uh, that work at the station that had an issue getting down 75 yesterday, thinking they were going to be able to make it, and you know, uh, you know, with a little bit of delay because of the the construction. But no, it was it was cringeworthy the traffic that was delaying people getting to those places. So we're going to let you know where those spots are today so you know if you're going to head up and down 75 or anywhere around the uh, or top, metro top, area. Top in the perimeter is already going to work up there, to a 285 around, you know, Dunwoody and whatnot. You're down to three lanes up there. Yeah. So anyway, we'll pass that on to you. Nice little conversation here, but we had some things we wanted to talk about, but we're going to spread them out throughout the show. 
interesting week for Bubba Wallace. Going to talk about the NBA season that it's up and running. We'll talk to uh, Terrell Thomas later on in the show about that. And uh, some of the comments from the commissioner this past week. Going to get into all of that with some other stuff, too, talking about the 10th anniversary. It's Sam and Greg just getting started on this Sunday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 9290Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg with everything else on this Sunday morning. We hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you very much for making us a part of your Sunday mornings. We are the opening act for a full full day of uh, NFL action here, but we're going to try and bring you up on uh, some of the other things that happened, not just this past weekend, but throughout the course of the week. We're going to talk a little bit of NFL, well, obviously NFL, but MLB. Uh, playoff action and talk some baseball also some nba and um some other things that are just kind of like roaming through our head how you doing over there doing all right how about you i'm all right i just i just saw somebody who would have been celebrating a birthday and and i thought of you immediately and we're going to do a an appropriate tribute here in a little bit but um let's take a second because we alluded to some of the college football games from yesterday uh and and listen again things kind of played out the way we thought, with the exception of a couple. Ole Miss took a took it on the chin, and there were some other teams that – so I guess is this one of those weeks where the phrase applies, you know, the the cream is starting to rise to the top? Yep, yeah, and absolutely. I mean, and you do whatever you have to do, you know, to, to, to get wins. You look at the Clemson situation. They were at home trailing Syracuse the entire game. Yeah. They end up having a bench to start in quarterback and go to the bullpen in order to get that win and stay undefeated. And a lot of people may have been holding their collective breath because, you know, Clemson represents that hope for the playoff. Now, Syracuse has this great football pass, but we haven't seen them like this in a long time. Nope. And, and Coach Babers has done a, a tremendous job up there making Syracuse football be, be relevant and nationally ranked uh, for that game. And they they came down to Clemson, and, and they, they played ball yesterday. It's it's funny you say that about you know teams that you didn't expect that to see, but we're seeing that throughout this season at least so far. You can talk about what Syracuse has done. We've been talking about Ole Miss, and until uh, going up against LSU, they were undefeated. What do we make? And listen, let's have a real conversation about this because you know we talk about who we feel like Georgia is going to face in the SEC championship game. But, you know, I didn't follow college football during its heyday when Tennessee was just running over everybody. But are those days – are you confident in saying, looks like them days are back? You know, they had – I think they had a GoFundMe this week to, to pay for the goal. The goal post. One yeah. of them ended up floating you down the river. In the river, right? They, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they got them some new ones there yesterday, and they beat uh, UT Martin 65-24. to 24. But, yeah, I, I was telling – remarking to some people yesterday at our, our 10th anniversary, and then last night at the High School Football Hall of Fame, and we get into that. We're going to talk about that, too. That because, uh, because you had one of Tennessee's all-time greats last night, and Eric Berry that was there. And I just think the SEC is better when Tennessee is good. And uh, it's because when you beat them, it means something. Right. And in recent years, beating Tennessee, it got to the point beating Tennessee didn't mean nothing. Nope. nope. You know? No. Uh, so, to me, it, the SEC is better when they got that stadium 100,000-plus, you know, there, and they're playing Rocky Top a million times a game. Just, you know, you leave the game, and the game is echoing in, in the back of your mind for a week because you've heard it played so much. Uh, but, then, but, the, but then when the team has come out and the team is good, uh, I think that's the other part of it. So, yeah, but look, and it's, it's, it, it sets the stage for things to be quite interesting in this back half of the schedule for Georgia. 
and it gets started next week in Jacksonville. But, you know, you got that. The Kentucky quarterback is healthy again. He's back. And everybody everybody had Kentucky as the number two team in the East going into the season uh, because of what they've done in recent years and what their potential is. So all that's falling into place and line up to give Georgia some tough tests down the stretch here. Uh, can I tell you my Tennessee story? Yeah, go ahead. Just that's so much the, the the university, but do you remember when the and, and the audience will remember that you know we're around when this happened? Tornadoes don't usually hit in downtown metropolitan areas, oh, yeah. but you know what I'm going where I'm yeah. going here, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And was it was it the final game or the semifinals of the uh, Final Four here in Atlanta? They were playing in the dome. If you will, what is the SEC? SEC? SEC, okay, SEC tournament. Yeah, I forgot what exactly. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so we hear about this storm, but folks figure, well, we're going to be okay. We're in the city, and you know, tall buildings and things don't come. Well, as you remember, a tornado. And by the way, and I say this with no, nothing but respect. I don't want to just glaze over this. Had the game not gone into overtime. Because the dude hit the, I think there was a, there was a basket made right at the end of regulation, and that game went to overtime. If that if he doesn't hit that shot, umpteen thousand people are walking out just as that tornado is going over the top of the dome. And all that uh, uh, furniture was flying from the top decks out of the the omni out the office, window out the office buildings out of CNN Center. Absolutely. Okay, so we we all know that especially for those of us that were here but there was a lot of us that went down cuz i'd never you know the entire time i grew up in chicago there were never any tornadoes that actually went down michigan avenue and big cities didn't have them so we wanted to see what it was like and we kind of heard of the damage so i went down there and i had a buddy who lived right there on marietta street he had a condo right down the street from where uh, stats that sports bar is yeah so i went went to his place and walked down in there and of course what happened as you said there were sofas in the middle of marietta street and and all around cnn center but there were also all these vendors that just, they just split. They just said, you know, blanket, I'm leaving. And they just left everything there. Yeah. And people came down to next day to walk around down that area. And there were all manner of, of swag from different schools in the SEC. And right in front of his place was a ton. I, well, I shouldn't say a ton, but there was a lot of Tennessee where and he was gobbling it up and it was nobody looking for it. I mean, people are just like, they deserted this area. And I don't mean we went there early in the morning. It was like mid afternoon and that stuff was still sitting there and people throughout the city were just enjoying themselves to SEC. I don't know if that's a bad thing on my part, but you know, it was, it was laying around over. So I was, I was enjoying wearing some Tennessee sweatshirts for a little bit. Really? Yeah, I did. I, I mean, I didn't sag nothing. It was like they were there. I was actually helping them clean the streets. It was just laying out there. But that was, that, all kidding aside, that's one of those things that, you know, not a lot of people talk about the way that happened and the casualties that could have happened. Had the, that- the, the, the thing I remember most about it was looking up at the, at, at the Western, Peachtree Plaza, and seeing all those windows knocked out and how long it yes, took to replace Yes, to fix them, them right. Yeah. Because uh, those, those windows have a certain type of curvature to them, curved because of the way that building shaped, and so they were hard to replace. 
It took mm-hmm. them a while to put those windows back in that place. I, I actually remember that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm proud about that Tennessee thing. But anyway, that's what I'm, I had no connection. And all I know is everybody I knew, this is Peyton Manning was a great quarterback. And the second he left, T. Martin took him to the national championship. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Please. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. So are you feeling good? As we, we talk about the SEC and, and, and talk about Tennessee and, and the East and the teams that are there, um, you know, you had Michigan off yesterday. You had, obviously, Georgia off yesterday. And, again, as the, as the cream rises to the top, I'm, I'm just looking at how this playoff system, and this is what's been dissected by the people who do this sort of thing, um, what this is going to look like, especially yeah. if, you know, you're, you're, you're going to see another upset. I don't know when. I don't know who it's going to be. But you talk about the teams that this, you know, this program has to play versus the other. When you look at Tennessee's schedule coming up versus Georgia, other than that one game, how do you feel about these guys um, overtaking Georgia or Georgia keeping things kind of status quo? Well, I mean, they still got Kentucky to play too. I mean, they both have, have those games uh, out there on, on their schedule. So uh, you, you wait to see what happens as far as those games go. But, you know, Georgia doesn't want to get caught looking ahead past next week. Florida, although they've had their problems, Florida's a formidable foe. You forget that they opened the season by beating Utah. Uh, they haven't, you know, kind of looked like that team lately. But, the, you know, the talent's there, and it's a special game. And, you know, mm-hmm. and Florida would love nothing better than to summon up their best uh, to bring it next week, especially if people think that people are looking past them, Georgia looking past them, to look at what's happening with Tennessee. So I know Coach Smart this week, that was the big thing he was saying, you know, don't look past, you know, what's next. I mean, yeah, it was a bye week. People already saying, what about Tennessee, especially after seeing them beat Alabama last Saturday night. And so he's just trying to get the team to stay focused on what's on what's in front of them. You know, worry about Tennessee when Tennessee week comes, but don't stumble your next week against against Florida. And I think that's the biggest thing that he wants to guard against. You talked about teams in the playoffs. People out west were watching to see yesterday, too. Uh, UCLA was undefeated going into yeah. the game with yeah. Oregon. Oregon comes out in them glow-in-the-dark outfits they were wearing. <laughs> and uh, he, he, he wear he just look like a glow in the dark uniform that they came out in. But you uh, talking about the pink? Now you can't say nothing about the the pink on there because well, they no, did that I'm for a reason. Saying, I know that, but I'm talking about it's a black jersey yep. with this, this shocking green on, and then the pink number. I mean, the, yeah, you, just turn the light out; they can find each other. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they really could. But you know what they're doing that for, man? They go sell oh, them uniforms. That. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. It's, all, it's all, yeah. you know, all, all marketing. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. It, it's like you know, sometimes you, how far is it going to go? How how far? I mean, what is going to be the next thing that actually gets our? Did you see what so and so's did with their uniform? Yeah. I mean, how is how are we going to be impressed next? Yeah, and, and so well, somebody's already thought of that. Thought of that. You just we just haven't seen it yet. <laughs> they gonna come out with something. See-through. Somebody's already thought. Meanwhile, who are we not talking about? We're not talking about Alabama. No, we aren't. No, you know, they won yesterday. They but they did what they were supposed to do. Mississippi State. I didn't, Mike Leach ain't got that team. You know, fret nobody just, sitting at five and nobody, they were sitting at five and two. About, nobody's talking about Alabama. Yeah. Okay. It was. It was. It was. It was a so-so win. I mean, yeah. They. 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 They had the margin of victory they needed for a team like Mississippi State. I feel, and that's the problem for that program when they do what they're supposed to do. They're not worthy of account. What do we talk about? Okay, Nick Saban did what he's supposed to do this week. You know, unless short of their quarterback going down, um, or or um, who was the guy in defense at the. Best player if he if he went down. Yep. Other than that, it's it's kind of like what I say about perfection. There's nothing more boring than it. Yeah. And and so okay, then next step. 
We'll see. Again, but he's. I believe that Nick Saban is looking over his shoulder this year in a way that he hasn't before. Is that is that a fair statement? I don't know if he's looking over his shoulder. I don't know what's got him distracted. I, I, to me, this is not a national championship Alabama team. Uh-uh. And and because and the thing that, that allows me to say that is the way that they've been penalized in games. I mean, last weekend the penalties were horrendous for them. It's not the first time it's happened this season. And if you followed Nick Saban at all, you know nothing sets him off. Like 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 penalties. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, he, 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 you know, anything. If you're gonna beat me, beat me. But you know, I'm not gonna beat myself. And that's always been a, the hallmark of his teams. Uh, seeing that as being a flaw at this team tells me, yeah, they they may and they they may still make it here to uh, to Atlanta, you know, for the uh, for the SEC championship game. But I just don't see them as being a national championship team when they uh, and they're gonna be penalized like that e- each week. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Hey, listen, you know what I'm going to do next? I'm going to bring back one of those insignificant pieces of information about probably the most famous, and I would would say, now, television star this country has produced. The most famous television star this this country has produced. And if not number one, definitely number two. Would have been celebrating a birthday today, so we're going to play a little tribute to that. But also, we're going to talk about our 10th anniversary and some of the folks that we saw and some of the things that we did uh, yesterday. And then it'll kind of morph into the playoffs and how you feeling right now. Yankees could be going home tonight. A lot of people happy about that and seeing what's going on with these Phillies. Man, you talk about a kick in the backside from a team from, you know, the uh, Braves division who were an afterthought. We were sitting there worrying about the Mets and should have been looking at the Phillies as they made it to the wild card. These guys are a game from going to the show. So we'll talk a little bit about that coming up. Uh, Terrell Thomas is going to join us later on in the show, talk some NBA and some other nuggets that happened this past week. Because you know what? It's Sam and Greg with everything else on a football Sunday on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 The Game.com. Go say it, Sam. Say it, Sam. Hi, you. <laughs> no, no. Johnny. There you go, Sam and Greg with everything else. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 The Mr. Carson would have been 97 years old today. Uh, and, and I made a statement as we were leaving the last uh, break, and I... Listen, I realize this is one of those that depends on how old you are, but uh, I'm going to ask you, and I'm going to bring in our uh, producer, Eric. Was was that a fair statement? Because I've been thinking during the break, and I said television. When it comes to television history in this country and the people who dominated for a period of time, would you say he's at the top of the mountain, or am I missing somebody? And again, 30 years and I'd say probably 25 of those at the top of the mountain, 25, between 25 and, 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 and it depends on, it depends on what what you, what what you look at, because I I would say yes in one way, but I would say maybe not in the other because of the time of day was on. Right. You You got the whole late night versus morning age to, to, to see him. You know we, what I mean? Well, we were all young one time, and we snuck and listened. That yeah, was the thing I, we did. I'm, we we okay. stayed up and watched. I mean, point taken. I get yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, he was basically adult entertainment. Really? You think that? Yes. Even, even the last 
15 years where he wasn't, you know, there was never any cutting edge to it. But No, I'm not cutting but, edge. I'm like, who could see it? The dude was, well, I, I don't. I never had any issues finding Johnny Carson throughout the time I remember watching television. And it was one of those as a kid when you watched it because you weren't supposed to be staying up. And, you know, that's that's why you found Johnny. He's like, if your parents tell you you're not supposed to watch something or do something, the second you get a chance to do it, we do it, right? And so that's how I was, I was finding him, you know. But I get what you're saying. My thing is you still got to be a certain kind of special entertainer to stay relevant for 30 years that's my bigger point and and when you talk about the other major stars in this country or around the world that were doing stuff in in, in media and in, in movies and in other television shows where did they want to go to talk about it the tonight show with Johnny there, there you go yeah. he, i mean during I, them years i i don't have very many memories of him but i remember my my dad and my granddad used to say um he was a star maker because if you did his show yep. and you did it right, you know, they said, oh, your career skyrocketed. And he, they will talk about how a lot of black comedians and black entertainers, in order to really get their foot into Hollywood or, or bigger places, they had to do that show and, and do it well. And that was kind of – and my dad, I mean, you know, say what you want to, but he used to say guys like Bill Cosby and Richard, Bill Cosby and Richard Pryor – We've yep. never got to the plateau they got to if they didn't go to Johnny Carson and do it well. Yeah, not, so. n- yeah and not only that, there were other ones. I want, Eric brought up something, and I want to just take a second. I know we're going to get to sports here in, in, in a minute here, tenth anniversary and all of that. But the one thing that about Carson that was unique, he was smart. He was smart. Sam and I have talked about the, you know, this dude before and said that he lasted the way he did because nobody in this country knew who Johnny Carson voted for. Yep, and everybody came on the show. Right, everybody, I don't care what side of the aisle you were on, you wanted to go on Johnny, but you never knew who Johnny voted for. That was one. And then during the, the, the civil rights movement that he was right there in the middle of, and there were other talk show hosts that embraced that. Dick Cavett, he had Dick Gregory on all the time, and, 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 and other people part of the, um, the civil rights movement. Johnny, when he wanted to have black folks on, and talk about the struggles of that period, mid-late 60s, 70s, when stuff was going on. Do you remember what he used to do? Because remember, Johnny would take time off, and he'd have, he'd have guest hosts. He would have, like, Harry Belafonte be his guest host, and then he would bring on Dr. King. He would bring on Dick Gregory. He would bring on those voices that wanted to say something, but yet he didn't want to ask the questions that he wanted, he wanted the appropriate questions asked to those people, and he felt like he wasn't the person to do that. And so he had other black voices come on. And it's just one of those things I remember, and that was a conversation in my house. I don't know if you ever had that in your house, Sam, and folks talked about it, but they noticed that about him and how he handled that show and handled that period because there's a lot of people that would have been put on the back burner if not eliminated trying to act like they knew what was going on during that time. It's true. Very true, very true. And but but you talk about people like Dick Cavett who had a show on his show was on ABC and mm-hmm. and, and 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 he was known for being a little more, um, you know, open for that. And and I think Cavett, more than being just a guy who was an entertainer, he he like he loved the idea of the interview. Right. He he right. He, he, he fashions himself as as a very strong interviewer, and so uh, he felt like he could handle that and do it himself. But you talk about Carson. I was on YouTube last week, and I just happened to stumble across something. This past summer, just a few months ago, Doc Severson played his last concert. Really? He played his last concert at 95 years old. Damn. 
And, uh, yeah, I said, man, let me check him out. He's still blowing his horn and had a small group up there on, on, the, on the stage with him. Uh, but that was like his, uh, his last time uh, performing. Talk about Johnny Carson. He was the band leader for, for many years. Yeah, Sam and Greg, yeah. Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. Uh, a station that celebrated its 10th anniversary yesterday. Um, we went out and saw a lot of faces haven't seen in a while. A couple old producers. Yeah, <laughs> he was out there. I ain't seen Jai's kid before. I never met his son. Yeah, but uh, he was out there. Bo, obviously, who uh, Bo Johnson, who was a part of uh, uh, now uh, Andy and Randy. Yeah, Brian. Get- well, we'll hear from Bo here in a little bit. He'll about be on just so. about an hour or so. He'll be on, but also some people they talked to by phone. They they got talked. Uh, Rick Kamla uh, mm-hmm. had a chance to talk with him. They talked with Cordell Stewart for a time. Uh, Rachel and, and, Rachel Barbo. Rachel Barbo uh, and uh, Sean Thompson, man, the underboss. Oh, Sean called in? Yeah, man. I wasn't there for that. Yeah. I, or I didn't hear Sean call in. The other person I was wondering if they were going to either stop by or call in was Kristen, uh, Kristen Ludlow. Yeah. Didn't know if she was, she, she'd made it there. But, yeah, it was um, – now, the thing was, they called in, and unless you were standing by that speaker, it almost blew our ears out, by the way. Well, it was loud, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you didn't hear it, but it, it was – just listen, Mike McKenzie and everybody connected with um, – you know, that worked with Mike – um, from event planning, uh, everybody at the radio station who were a part of that, Mike Conti, uh, and listen, out there having a real good time. And I was, I was kicking it with him for for a few minutes. Was Rick Caffey was yeah, out there? Absolutely. And me and me, you know, me and Rick had had a couple enjoyable times, and and just the whole event seemed to go off wonderfully. And the listeners that showed up, and the party, by the way, was for y'all. Yeah, you're the really ones that have made this station for the last ten. Had years. Had you been to the Beltline before? Well, I'm a, uh, I haven't gone out there probably since the pandemic, but I was a big fan of two urban licks. Okay. So well, I'm talking right about down. the Beltline. I'm talking about I know, but I would, that's about as I got to it. it. No, I haven't walked it. I, I actually, walked, I actually it. walked on a little bit of it for the first time. Passed it, been under it, been over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's where Atlanta comes to walk uh, or run or you scooter or bike or whichever you, you like to do. And uh, it's, it's there for a reason. And people you, on a beautiful day like yesterday – People out just taking advantage of. Them. Oh yeah, they were, and yeah. and clogging up the traffic too. Yeah, man. Oh, I gotta go. We gotta go find out that deal that uh, G dot and find out the streets that are being constructed today, being worked on. So y'all don't just get you know they into try this to, mess. They try to you know they have to they have to do it sometime. Yes, they do. You guys don't want them doing it Monday through Friday. That's right. So you have to do it sometime. So they're doing some of it today. Um, again, just a, a wonderful event. Thank everybody for uh, showing up and thank you, our audience. And, and I'm sure all the other shows will do the same because again, we ain't here for 10 years if it's not for y'all. Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. so we want to thank you for that. And, and the, the originals, you remember who the originals are that are still uh, at the station? Let me see. We, we got, well, first of all, we had Carl. Carl was the first voice that ni- the 92.9 game listeners heard. Yes. Wow. Um, trying to think of who, who the second one was. Oh, I, I, I know you're one of them. Well, I have a different little thing. Mike Conti. Mike Conti. Somebody, a guy that I had forgotten about, and and nobody will probably know, but Eric, uh, our engineer. Okay. Uh, um, I forgot his last name, but uh, he was out there yesterday. They all came in the front Eric door. Davis. Eric, Davis. Eric Davis. Eric Davis. Thank Eric you. Davis. Mm-hmm. He gonna kill me for that. Um, Eric was out there, but those are the three that walked in the door when this place opened its doors in '92. Nine, the game. Myself, I just came down the elevator <laughs> or came up the elevator Okay, because it was Dave FM. So I am, the, I am the only person that is still here from when this place was Dave. I got Dave FM swag still, and now I got 92.9 The Game swag. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah. But again, it's you, you, you're here for a reason. I'm here for a reason, not because I'm the best broadcaster there was, Dave, or 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 even here. You have to find a niche. You got you want to stay in this business for any time, like yourself, Sam. You there is nobody who has cornered the high school, uh, high school athletic market than you. Whether it's basketball, whether it's football, whatever it is, and 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 aside from your personality, which everybody just loves, you have that nugget. I don't know how people feel about my my personality, but casting call and we're providing jobs for folks. Yep. You got to, you have to find things folks to evolve. Chase, folks were chasing you around for them jobs yesterday. Yeah, too. man, and, and and they're there, and everybody knows the money. They just had a, a number that came out four point four billion thrown into this uh, <laughs> the economic impact to this state. They know it's here. There's no other business that I can think of in the in the decades that I've been in this city or any city where you can see the growth of an industry. You know that Arthur Blank and, and, and his properties or other big businesses are here and they're, they're doing business in Georgia, but you don't see where the revenue is being generated from. Every time you turn a corner, it seems like in the city, you see one of them little yellow signs. Yep. Something's you, you, filming over here. And you know what reminded me of that? I, 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 um, you know, I, I went to a career fair this week and I, you know, I went to one at Tri-Cities High School and of course, that school has a great, you know, performing arts magnet, and you know, graduate of that school, friend of our show, Keenan Thompson, who was go. on with us, who was a graduate of that school. And so, a guy that was there that uh, I was talking to a class was a guy who did site locations. That was his gig was site locations for projects, movies, and TV around the uh, around the area. And the, and the, and the students were fascinated. So, so what do you do? He said, uh, you know, like you said, you got to get it cleared. Through through whatever through through city hall through got to get the permits if, you know what I mean you can't just go and bring cameras into a street and whatnot and so he talked about how that was his role with with, with the different projects and uh, they were they were like really fascinated you know with that part and and I mentioned you I, you may get some young folks going on looking into uh, looking into your your uh, your Twitter piece because I mentioned the fact that uh, we do talk about casting calling that you know some of them will be able to do it they have to go and you know they're if they're not eighteen the things they have to do and, and get to get registered. Um, Day Day got him registered. Day Day put his kids to work already. We really? saw him yesterday. Yeah, yeah he told man. me this one's been an age. He's been uh, an extra already, and he had his wife there. And and so I was talking to her. I said, "Oh, they have their certificate number." He goes, "Well, these two do, but the others don't." I said, "Well, you got to get that started on money." And I said something that they both shook their head at. And went, "That's a good idea." Because I always say to families when I see them about the kids, it's time they start getting that scholarship money together. And that got their attention. Yeah, yep. Yeah, uh, so it was, it was, it was wonderful. You had, you had said something that reminded me. Uh, oh, just of a little. Fa- oh, I wanted you to to have this in your back pocket next time you speak to folks at college. You know, put it in your front pocket. front pocket. When when you talk about uh, the industry and and whether you bring somebody on like the locations, Mila Rain. By the way, I bet that dude works for Mila Rain. Mila's a friend of mine. We're working on some stuff actually, possibly with Doctor Dale, but. Um, she is the head of her locations department. The locations department are the Marines of a production, of, a, of, a, of a, uh, any sort of movie or TV show, because they're the first ones on the ground to find those spots to when the film crew starts, they know, oh, we found your spot in Decatur. Oh, we found your spot here. Oh, we're going we're gonna to shoot this uh, in Sam Crenshaw's backyard up in Gwinnett County. We're going to go. They have that all mapped out beforehand. Now, sometimes it's an, it's an ongoing thing because production needs to start at a certain time and maybe they haven't secured certain locations. But those are the first ones, boots on the ground. But whether it's in front of the camera or behind the camera, and chances are you're speaking to people who want to be behind the camera, I tell everybody, yes, find out where you you need to submit your information. Find out if you need to join the union. But I'm telling you, the best thing to do 
if you have the opportunity to do is do one extra job, do a couple, but do at least one extra job. So A, you learn set etiquette. You learn what to do once you get on the set. But more importantly, if you don't want to be in front of the camera, but yet you want to be a carpenter or an electrician or, or a driver, you go in and find them and you can talk to them while you're on set. And they'll tell you, or this is who I sent my info to, or this is the head of my union, or this is, they will give you those names because it is all about what you have heard forever. It's all about who you know in this industry. It is. You know what I mean? You know, it it so, can be. It can be. So, but but uh, that was nice. And shout out to the folks at Tri-Cities uh, for inviting me to come out to their career fair. So it was nice. Well, anyway, we didn't spend much time, but we're going to get back to it here. We, you know, we, we have the possible World Series matchup being set up today. Phillies are up 3-1 over the Padres, and the Yankees ain't won now one of their games. <laughs> and they go at it this afternoon. But yet, much like the Braves, it'll be interesting. We're going to have two teams that have to sit for five days before they play again, if that happens today, and what that game one of the World Series is going to look like. So we will talk about that. But up next, top of the hour, as always, we turn things over to Mr. Crenshaw, let you know what's going on locally. We'll also talk about he had a very, very special night last night, one that you guys have heard about, in fact, when it all started. We broke the news right here. But last night was when it happened. We're going to talk about that and some other things coming up in the 7 o'clock hours. Uh, Sam and Greg with everything else. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app.